It came falling from the sky like a great big flaming bat out of hell. A comet! Hit plumb in the middle of the Great Plains. God only knows what was on that thing, but I'll be go-darned if it didn't turn all the nearby critters, especially the cows, into walking, talking, anthropomorphic mutants. Now, this was a ways back, the late 1800s to be exact, so when these critter folk banded together into a community called Moo Mesa, it looked a whole hell of a lot like the Wild West. Including lasso throwing, gun slinging, rootin' tootin' lawmen, who took the title of cowboys Cowboys, that's C.O.W. As in Code of the West. That's the noble creed Marshal Moo Montana and his posse follow. Today on Days Past Tombcast, we're talking about Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa. <laughs> Wild Wagon Wheel Will. <laughs> Mine's Turbulent, Turbulent, Terrible Travis. And we are a podcast in which we have adult conversations about <laughs> yesterday's animation, boss. It's just hilarious over here. We can't <laughs> stop giggling because today we are putting to rest, uh-huh. laying to rest, uh, uh-huh. I can't say a dear friend of ours. Uh-uh. I can't say uh-huh. a not fine cartoon, uh-huh. a downright a dirty one. Of a cartoon called the Moo Maceville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moo Maceville is like Farmville that you used to play on your phone. Right, yeah. But uh, if it was, it would be a terrible game full of faceless fucking uh-huh. animal people. Yep. You don't give a shit about me. I got I to gotta pull my anger back about, one, Travis, what you did to us. Huh? I'm the reason we watched it the first time. Uh-huh. And then when you heard that Ruby Spears, the... Animation studio god, behind yep. what? <laughs> Animation God, that's it. <laughs> Animation God behind Rambo, The Force of Freedom, mm-hmm. and Chuck Norris, Karate Commandos, and some other cartoons that we dearly love. Yeah. That they had taken over the production, the animation on the second season of this show that you said, okay, let's come back for one of those. Yeah. So <laughs> fool me once, shame on Will. Fool us twice, get shame out, on Travis. Get out of my studio. <laughs> exactly. I I thought for a sec, I mean, and even Ruby Spears could not shine up this turd. Mm-mm. This is just one of the hardest cartoons to watch we have ever watched for me. Twice. <laughs> I, yeah, now we've watched it twice, and, and you and I were barely talking while watching it together just now. It's usually a free-for-all. A depression hit. Yeah. Depression hit I, really I'm hard. bummed out that this, like, so many man hours wasted on making this bad cartoon, you could have been making twice as many Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at the time, or whatever. Yeah, definitely, man. I was watching this yesterday, t- trying to take notes, trying to pay attention, uh-huh. and you know the old thing where you, you're talking to somebody, like you're in a TV show, yeah. and someone's talking to you, and you need to get out of the conversation, and you do the fake out where you go, what was that? 
Uh, oh, I'll be right there. <laughs> it's like I was trying to do that to my own laptop because I kept hearing things and I would say like, oh, that must be something I need to go take care of. Oh, hold on, bathroom. Hold on, the laptop. Oh, you move, Macy. You just keep going. Okay, I'll be right back. Yeah. Like I, I, oh man, I wanted so badly to just put it down yeah. and say, yeah, of course I watched it. <laughs> It's, You're like, wait, there's a sandwich that needs to be fixed. I'm gonna be back. There are times where we watch a cartoon listener so that you don't have to. Mm-hmm. If you did watch this, there are fans of this show out there. I don't I don't see it. I think every one of them is lying to themselves. <laughs> they have to be, yeah, right? You, you are in denial if you think that you are a fan of this show. Yeah, they, they, I think they own a farm now or something, and they're just like, you know, trying to reconnect. They're trying to, to say, <laughs> stay on brand on this one. <laughs> yeah, right. Moo Mesa. Wranglers and Moo Mesa. It's just a, it's, there's nothing in it that appeals to me. <laughs> it's At like, all. You're not even throwing me, like the closest thing to science fiction you're throwing me is that a comment or media or whatever hit and mutated these things, mm-hmm. but there's no focus on that. Right. So you have some of the most boring plots. It's, it's Winnie the Pooh type plots. <laughs> it really is very close to it. Yeah. And, and it's just so bad. So much, like if the most impressive things happening in the cartoon are lariats, <laughs> the lariat play that's going on, where it's just like everybody is so good with the lasso that it's an extension of yep. their body. How is that going to compete with ninja weaponry? Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. You're in the right, ratings, right, it right. didn't. And that's why the thing got fucking canceled after two seasons. I don't, look, I get it. We talked about it last time, how there was this boom, uh, it seemingly, of Western stuff at the, in, in the early to mid-90s that was going on. So I'm sure they were just riding. Fucking Tombstone. Riding the, right? Yeah, exactly. Tombstone <laughs> is to blame for this. Clint Eastwood, I'm looking at you on yeah. this one, you son of a Yeah, Tombstone and Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. God darn, y'all. <laughs> I, as we touched on before, I never was into Western stuff. Now, going to school here, we we live in Texas. Mm -hmm. We live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And Fort Worth is known more for being a like a cattle town. Mm -hmm. They have the stockyard. That's their hangout spot. Yeah. And they just hang out and look at cows. Yeah, that's where I was raised, man. You were raised right in that stable. Right on that, yeah. Yeah, on on Uh a salt lick and a grass. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) But at my, I remember in junior high and high school, and it was weird to me because this was not my scene at all. Uh-huh. There were kids that would wear uh, cowboy hats to school occasionally. Yep. And there were these kids that would wear cowboy boots with Wrangler jeans and stuff like that. And there was this culture. And I was like, I, my parents were well to do. I'm a white guy. Like, I, you, I'm what? Well, technically, I should have been on on that side of things. <laughs> but I'm I have long hair and a Led Zeppelin shirt. And I just don't like I just think this is the most corny ass thing I've ever seen. Still don't really get it. Mm-hmm. But they think it's a cool thing. And even like the dance, uh, there was like a dance team, like a swing dance team, basically. OK. Or I guess country and Western swing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I'm not a dancer. OK. okay. <laughs> I don't understand the difference. Wait, you're white and not a dancer. Okay. I'm a white, non-dancing male. <laughs> I had is this, but they're called the Wranglers and they would put on like the most, it was just like a spirit club for like Western themed. And they would put on a cowboy hat and red uh, dress and cowboy boots. Exactly. And do that (laughs) shit and throw each other around. And and I'm sure it's challenging, but I just could not, I couldn't fathom wanting to do that. Yeah. I don't want to fathom the story that you're telling me. I don't even (laughs) want it in my brain. Please remove. (laughs) The one thing I don't, and I don't like the theme song to this show either. This is going to get negative but, but today, we can't, but we can't quit singing. It. Let's, no, no, no. I'm real cowboys. <laughs> I, it reminds me of watching Hey Dude, the show Hey Dude on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is probably the only Western show besides Deadwood that I've ever enjoyed. Um, yeah. Okay. It's a good show. It was. I, at least it was good Ted, for me at the time. Ted in the house. Ted. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Ted. He was a heartthrob. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, hold on a second. Well, like, I remember having crushes on all the ladies on it, and one of them later went on to marry Ben Stiller. 
Yeah. Blonde one. Yeah. yeah. So that was like an early exposure to girls who like horses. Like that was a thing that I just associate way more like the Western thing for some dumb, you know, reason in my uh-huh. brain, I associate way more with women. Okay. Like, because I assume <laughs> this is, a, this is revealing the, I understand this is not literally true. Okay. But my brain tends to associate like with horses. Oh, that's things. That's something that women like more than men. All right. Is that true? Probably not. <laughs> I I think it's, I think they like them a little more than guys. I mean, my, my little pony, I guess is some kind of proof of that. No, I don't really guys. That's the thing is like, I'm recognizing this stupid tweak in my brain that tells me, Oh, well, that's a lady's thing. What? <laughs> They're just animals. Like it's like saying that a dog is a guy's thing. Like everybody, anybody can interact with any animal. I'm like, well, can I use your bathroom? You're like, no, dude. Nah, uh, that's ba- bathrooms are girls. It's more of a lady <laughs> thing. Yeah, if you I'll ask me. Out. And I'm not cool with that. Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. You just pour concrete all over there. I'm like, what? <laughs> this show is not a lady's thing, and it's not a man's thing. It's not any gender, any human beings thing. It's no living things thing. Right. But we watched it. Uh-huh. And now we're going to talk about it or something at least immediately adjacent to for it. For three minutes. For Yeah, get ready, guys. <laughs> Don't skip ahead because you're going to miss it. So that we can talk to you properly about it and yes. talk to each other properly about mm-hmm. it, we're going to go over the plot. Wild West Cowboys of Mesa, Season 2, Episode 3, or Episode 16 overall. Originally broadcast September 25th, 1993, entitled... Cow Pirates of Swampit Cove! Young Cody Calf sends away via mail for a pair of new boots. Trouble is, the pirate Captain Longhorn Silver and his crew are on a train robbing spree, and their latest target is carrying Cody's payment, along with a sizable gold payload. Luckily, the Cowboys of Moon Mesa are on the case. While the Cowboys track the pirates to Newport Leans, Cody sets out to help on his own, which gets him captured by none other than another criminal, the Masked Bull. Turns out he's in cahoots with the pirates, and it's up to the Cowboys to rescue Cody and bring these varmints to justice. I have to get this out of the way. Uh-huh. You heard right that they go to a place called Newport Leans. Mm-hmm. Good job, writers. You, you did great. Uh, that Newport Leans sounds to me like if the Newport Cigarette Company bought New Orleans and turned it into a tobacco-themed amusement park, uh-huh. that you can now come on down to Newport Leans <laughs> and ride our sludge slide. 2020, that's, that's 2020, coming. it's coming, babe. Big tobacco, never put them down. It's just, it's such a dumb... <laughs> New Portlands. <laughs> just if these cows are are copying our society so closely, mm-hmm. why don't they just call everything the names that we call things? Call it New Orleans, right? Call call your place <laughs> instead of Cowtown. We don't call cities Human Town. But we ought to start. <laughs> we should start considering it, especially if these cows are going to be coming at, to Earth anytime soon. Back le- to Earth, at least just to weird people out. I I like it. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, <laughs> just one state does yeah. it. <laughs> Femerville. Now, Pirates is the new element introduced in this episode mm-hmm. that really is, is a mix them up when it comes to genre, because I don't know that Cowboys and Pirates really were concurrent. Well, pi- Pirates weren't cool. Like, Cowboys were cool at this time. Well, no, certainly Pirates were out of vogue yeah. uh, in the 1800s, I would <laughs> yeah. say. And uh, I would say, though, that they have uh, hit a resurgence in the past 15 years. Yes. Which I don't, I don't get it. Johnny Depp, dude, all the way. But before that. I swear. Here's the thing. No, I know. I know that that was a big deal with, with Johnny Depp. Yeah. But 
I think those films, the Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. got made partly because there was this weird, it was just an, another ironic internet pop culture thing where there's a bunch of memes. It's like, I'm a pirate. <laughs> Pirates are neat. They're kind of weird, aren't they? Do I really like them or do I just say I like them? <laughs> it's one of these things where I remember people that I was, I lived in a college town. So around the time that I was noticing this stuff, people were getting little tattoos of pirate things. There are shirts now that say like, I'm a pirate because I drink rum at this time and not this thing. And it's, do you remember when bacon was the thing that got mentioned in every meme on the internet? Yes. Okay. Pirates were bacon for okay. a while. Okay. And now tacos are bacon. Bacon kind of less off. Like it's not like it's kind of made its way into mainstream society where my dad now has a bacon shirt. Okay. Found its way through the system and got shout out the mainstream end. But now tacos, it's now the meme centered thing and people say it, but they're ironic about it, but they also mean it. Yeah. But they still own two shirts with that. They own two shirts with that. <laughs> that and they say it. it and everyone just fo focuses. It's like, oh, everyone's agreed that this is the very best food item available and it's worth <laughs> all the jokes that we give to it. And that's what pirates were for a long, but I, it's one of these things that seems like it should have died off much faster because it's still going. Pirates or tacos? Which one? Well, tacos are still going, but that's okay. a more recent uh, right. thing. Pirates are still a thing that people will refer to pirates as like in the same way that like there's ninjas, there's pirates, that these are kind of like a group of people that we can kind of jokingly refer to as badasses. Uh -huh. It comes from the same well as all the Chuck Norris facts. And uh, I know I'm talking to the wrong guy about that. Yeah. Mm. So I'm saying it's that Tread same yeah. thing where I feel like the people who focus on these the most are the most lacking in comedy. <laughs> In a uh, sense of humor. I'm just saying Chuck Norris would be the best pirate ever. And that's I'll drop the mic on that one. That's okay. It. It. I'm so glad you put those two together. Yeah. Obviously going to bring a smile to my face. <laughs> <laughs> now, what the pirates are up to, Longhorn Silver and his crew in this, is about as simple as you get. Uh -huh. They're stealing money in the form of gold <laughs> yeah. from places. Bullion. Although they will... Melt it down just by holding it over a hot cauldron, uh -huh. which I know that gold is kind of soft, but right. I don't know if it's that simple, but it looks like they're just making queso right. with blocks of Velveeta yeah. cheese. And I don't know what the point is if they're going to make their own, uh, I don't know, new blocks of gold. Right. And he holds he holds his metal hook over the flame with the gold. So Good what, point. What are the, what are the rules? Uh, yeah. Uh, excuse me. I'm yeah. pushing my glasses out my nose. Uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> What's the deal with these hooks? Um, Ruby Spears, excuse me. The the pirates, uh, the main one is the cool ones. Yeah, <laughs> the pirate, the main pirate, Longhorn Silver. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to even wrap my mm. brain or mouth around right. any of this. Is a, another cow yes. of some or a bovine of some kind? There's a lot of variations on that <laughs> in this. Bovine. Some of them are cows, some of them are bulls, some of some them are, are large uh, rats. Well, one NBA. of them's a bison. Yeah. We meet another new character for us, at least in this. I, I imagine he was established at this Cody point Kapp, in the series. Right? No, Cody Cap was in the first episode and, and he plays a big part in this. But I'm talking about J.R., which is a name from like Dallas, isn't it? The Dallas yes. show. So why it's being applied to a bison that is not Native American, but is playing the role that a Native American person would in a Western. Yeah. He's not Native American because they're not in America. Right. Yet he dresses like a Native American, has long black hair, has brown, you know, like uh, animal skin stuff he's wearing. It talks very calmly 
and quietly, no matter what's happening. Yeah. And slowly. I didn't have much time to put it together, but it should work. I call it a submarine. It's designed to sail underwater. Well, so far, so good. I just hope it doesn't spring a leak. Again, this has come up for us before between Brave Star and the Chuck Norris uh-huh. and other shows we've watched where there's either an Asian stereotype of, well, if you're Asian, you are a spiritual person and you are calm. Yep. And then also the shaman from Brave Star. These are interchangeable as far as cartoons go. Woodblock and flutes all Woodblocks day, right? Woodblock and flutes. I, I, the music they play is almost, you could almost just play it under like a, like a gong would be the only thing separating it from a stereotypical Asian thing. But this is this is true misappropriation of culture here. Oh, yeah. Big time. Because again, he is not by blood anything but a mutant bison. <laughs> Brought here by an asteroid. Yes, exactly. Like who, who was, he was just a dumb animal one day and then the meteor hits and now he, they are intentionally copying us. Uh-huh. They, this is like what was going on at the time. And if that's the case, shouldn't the other cowboys like be treating them like shit? And taking their land? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> right. uh, the bovines, since they are, they're the most prominent both in numbers uh-huh. and they're the most prominent culturally. They always seem to be in leadership roles right. on this. Like, you know, yeah. the cowboys themselves are the law enforcers and they're all cows. Yeah. The mayor is a bull. The, the leader of the pirates is a, is a at least a cow or some, some right. kind of bull, yeah, I if guess. You're li- if you're a lizard, you're, you do crime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you're if you're an otter, you run the train. Like, this is this is how it goes. And so they are, I think the bovine persuasion in this are Caucasians. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I'll back you on And that. then so therefore, this guy should not be so buddy-buddy. Because what they seem to be doing is putting on a weird, like the more I watched it and took in the idea that they are on a hovering mesa above, I think, at least it's, it's separate from the rest of the world. Let's just say that for sure. It's, it's in between where we live and New Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah. New Texas, <laughs> the plan on Brave Star. It's yeah. somewhere between the two as far as being removed from our society. Absolutely. But they have enough knowledge of our society. To bastardize it. To completely, yes, bastardize it where they copy our accents. They have our language. They are having, they have trains. They have technology that they have copied from us. <laughs> and now they have a man who is just playing a Native American. He is in red face, essentially. This is crazy. To, like The more I think about it, this is would blow my mind. When also like, I guess if you gave this show long enough, would they just, is it like a Petri dish where you watch what happens? Do they develop like the a Simpsons, th- hundred like years later? When he, uh, yeah. When Lisa had the little the tooth and the thing, is it basically that where if you checked on this show in a hundred years, would it Space be suits? Yeah, all, yeah. Well, or, or just the equivalent of where we are now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking more like they're on Twitter <laughs> than space suits. That's what the future is. is just people in space suits though. Oh, for sure. dude. Just on their planet and earth. Shiny metal everywhere. Yeah. Now amongst the, animal people that we're dealing with. Yeah. Two of our favorites are back. Probably the only shining light in all of this, the last time and this time, <laughs> were a buzzard yep. and a scorpion. Yeah. The apple dumpling gang, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that are a couple of henchmen bad guys to the masked bull, who is a bull who's wearing a mask, and he's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> they're his henchmen. They're dumb. They are, they, they have the best voices. They're the funniest. They're the funniest things around. You hear that? They Watching this again, I was looking at the scorpion guy. Yeah. So he's a mutant scorpion, man. <laughs> and this is one of the most nightmarish things I can think of. If this, I mean, they're all like, if you saw them in, in person, nuke it. 
just get it out of here. Do not allow that to, yeah. to uh, that's or, or nuke it again. Yeah, nu- <laughs> good point. Yeah, this is against whatever plan any god might have. Yeah, this is not in it. Yeah. This is not not my god. At least. No, no, no. <laughs> they're 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 bovine god. There yeah. is probably behind it the, the cow god. But this scorpion guy, like he already looks kind of gross, just because he's got like he has both tusks coming out of his uh-huh. face and scorpions already on their own. Real scorpions are things that look like they shouldn't even exist right? in this reality. <laughs> they're at, they are like uh, invaders from another dimension. Parasites almost, yeah. Yes. And this guy is a mutation of that. Right. So I, I got a little afraid of him over time. And <laughs> he I just, He can just kill you. Why, why are you talking to you? Oh, it's it. so scary, dude. I, scorpions, guys, let's make a deal, scorpions. Mm-hmm. All of you die. Not only on Mumesa are there animal people, mm-hmm. but there are animals. Yeah. Just normal animals. We talked about this a little bit last uh-huh. time. Uh, the fact that the cowboys, the man, and, and like we're barely going to touch on who anyone is. Uh, there's three main characters who are cow slash ox men. Right. I guess yep. not uh, a bull men or whatever. Uh-huh. And that's all you got to know that they're a bunch of law enforcement types. Come on, cowboys. Let's go rustle up some river rats. <laughs> Look at him go, bunch of scurvy vermin. Yep, guess they didn't like a taste of the old west. Give me And they ride horses around. Horses that are not sentient any more than a typical horse. Uh-huh. This, to me, you know, raises some, some questions and problems. Yeah, huge ones. Yeah, like uh, ethical, existential, all these things. Uh-huh. But this episode brought a few more to the forefront. It, it raised some more issues for me. Yes. Cody Calf, the uh, I guess the fourth lead of the show uh, between the yeah I, another one of these kid characters I don't yeah he wakes up and there's a rooster on his windowsill uh-huh. in this episode yep I guess it didn't crow or something he wakes up and basically is saying oh my alarm didn't go off <laughs> <laughs> and he's mad at the <laughs> at the rooster and it doesn't yell at or anything but it just he's mad at it for not waking him up yeah. This is a dumb rooster. This is not a talking rooster. This is not a a mutant rooster. So I'm sorry, Cody, that a comet didn't hit this rooster and give it a soul yeah. like you. <laughs> it didn't get the same radiation it didn't you get, got, okay? it, God didn't favor this rooster the same way it did you and your whoever takes care of you. This kid, I don't know if this lady downstairs, this lady cow is his mom or whatever. But like they are re- relying. I mean, this is a time in our, in our lives, at least in the yeah. 1800s, certainly, where we're still very reliant on animals. Oh, for sure. They are quite a... A part of the culture yeah. of the daily, they are the equivalent of machines. Yeah, nobody does, like. I guess Jr. kind of does machines. The faux Native American uh-huh. guy, as we'll find out later, he has an invention for us. But nobody does machines. It's really that you do animals. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best with animals? I do animals. Oh, I do, I do animals. Yeah, I'm an animal guy. That's what that's what animal handlers need to say more often. Oh, I do animals. They're hard all day and all night, <laughs> all the live long day. Then on his way out of the house, he grabs from a hen that's just sitting on a nest in the window. He, his, his mom or whoever the hell just says, oh, aren't you going to eat breakfast? No, mom, I'm just going to grab these eggs and eat them on the way. One, he's eating raw eggs, uh. I guess. That's, <laughs> is that something that cows really want? I don't know. I guess he's, he's on the Rocky diet. Your calves don't eat that? My calves, no. Okay. My calves are all about the protein shake. Oh, what? what? He grabs these eggs from a hen that's sitting there, and it just, it struck me off. I know he's not a chicken, but 
are there any chickens that are there any chicken people running around? If so, is that not like him eating fetuses? Even if not, it just strikes me as them being so close to animals that the whole all of Mumesa seems like it would be vegan. Like they would be using animals as little as possible, certainly not eating them. That it would be a giant hippie commune instead of, you know. I want out of this world. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're trying to get out of it right now. We're trying to make make our peace with this thing so we can get the hell out of it. Quick question here, Will. Yeah, hit me. Another asteroid hits their town. Yeah. What happens now? What's what's the next thing to turn into a... Maybe they start combining. Uh, so you end up with like a bull lizard man. And that I would watch. <laughs> well, that was... A, yeah, well, yeah. Well, here's, here's the more likely uh, outcomes. Okay. Chernobyl part two. Where we end up with mutants that are just uh, horribly disfigured and and should you know want to die, or everyone's just blown up, and that's the the future that I'm hoping for. Okay, for Mume. So I'm hoping that the last episode, which we'll never watch, we'll, we'll have to watch it. Maybe that happens. Uh, Travis, don't do this. Our to filmation. Took Why over. do we keep hurting Our ourselves this took way? Over the last- <laughs> Why do we keep hurting? It's like we hate our our show hates itself and is ingesting poison. I heard Skeletor like hangs out for the last episode. We might as well check it out, right? I'll find it for you. There's also the case of Longhorn Silver's parrot, Squawk. You just said that. <laughs> you just said that since. <laughs> now parrots are are a shifty bunch. We all know this, yeah. Bit, yeah. Well, especially in this world, because talking animals are kind of common, but there are also animals that don't talk. This parrot right away is showing cartoon parrot levels of intelligence, I would say, where uh-huh. it kind of knows too many words, but maybe not enough to quite be a conundrum. A mutant. Yeah, it's, it like, is definitely a conundrum. It's like, are you? If I kill you, is it a crime or you, not? You, you just turn around and like throw a plate at it, see if it catches see it. See if it does something. Well, because it, <laughs> it, it is very oh, sentient uh, for a parrot, but not as p- sentient as the other beings that are supposedly running the place. Right. Mumesa. <laughs> but then eventually the cowboys grab the parrot uh-huh. and interrogate it. It's smart enough to be interrogated by police officers. <laughs> in this, the equivalent of police officers. And then it spills the beans. We got us a prisoner. We'll just make him talk. <laughs> talk? Are you out of your mind? Read my beak. Now. <laughs> we'll see about that. Okay, bird. Where's Longhorn's ship? Where does he hide it? Tell us or else. Okay, okay. Enough already. I can't take it anymore. The ship just wants to go. It's so confusing. What is an animal? What is an animal person? Do the laws, uh, like, if if I torture a parrot, is it animal abuse or is it? Or is it a a major? Is it a felony? I went off this world. We're get getting there, off. buddy. We're- I'm trying to get us there. I promise. <laughs> Just hang with us a little bit longer. I think we're all wanting out of this. There's kind of a limited palette that they're drawing from animal-wise, too. And I know that in, in the West, uh, like if you're in more deserty areas yeah. or whatever, like certain animals will be there. And certain, like there's no leopards walking around. Uh-huh. So that's and that's to be expected, I guess. But they, they pretty much stick to lizards. Yep. For some reason, turtles. I don't know if that's them just trying to bank on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because that's what the show is just wanting to be. <laughs> right. I mean, it wants yeah. to be the Wild West that. Yeah. Of course, any bovine type of thing. You've got a bunch of rats running around, some of which, as you pointed out, are as big as the bulls. Yeah. Which <laughs> they play center for your basketball yeah, team. Yeah. I don't know who, uh, who cares. I, you know, whatever. It's all random it's fucking genetic gambling i guess yeah. you have a couple storks a couple uh, was there some storks yeah. okay there was like an otter that ran the train uh-huh. but i would love to 
figure out. I, I just want to see some more animals. I, I think they could like there should be some wolves. There should be some coyotes. Yeah, maybe around. Maybe hey, we're only watching two of these shows. So hey, hey filmation hits the last episode <laughs> up. So we'll, we'll definitely see those. <laughs> you wish I would watch. Uh, yeah, it's called Brave Star. We oh, watched right, it and it's much right. better than this. Can we it's back to that much one? more enjoyable. We can hit that Eventually. one. Right? Okay, but there's also a lot of other jobs in at least Western like. If we're going to go with Western stereotypes, which seems to be what they're interested in as a society. Yes. <laughs> there's a lot that are not touched on. Yeah. So I'm going to throw a few at you. Okay. You tell me for each of these jobs, what kind of animal you think would be the mutant to fill this role. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shoot at me. Got a prospector. There's gold in them there hills. A mole. Ooh, perfect. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Strike that off the list. Okay. Okay. The town doctor. Keep this in mind. A lot of people dying back then. You had to be kind of like on Deadwood. The doctor was real kind of wily and he sold laudanum to people. So he's he's kind of a difficult guy. Difficult character. I go to Owl. An Owl. Owl. Ooh. Just think of like a an anxious Owl. Like an Owl that's kind of skinny from all the nervous wringing of the hands that he does <laughs> over, did, sh- did I operate soon enough? Should I have killed this man? Could I have saved a life? All right, cool. I like that. How about a snake oil salesman? Guy selling some, you know, saying, oh, this tonic will make sure your erection is as tall as a tower out in England. Well, you messed me up because you said snake. I know. So. It's probably, actually, you know what? That'd be very fitting. Sna- yeah, I would. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Snake. That's good. It'll cure what ails you. <laughs> okay, town drunk. Got to have a town drunk. That's got to be none other than a, a prairie dog. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Because he is. Okay. I can just imagine like a prairie dog. He's falling every hole that he he makes. He's probably like at some point you just walk past him and in the background, his little butt is sticking out of the hole Uh because he fell asleep in it upside down. Yeah. Okay. All of his friends are like going to each, each thing and looking around, but he's just like like walking the wrong way down the, (laughs) down the path. All right. And finally. Yeah. There's a lot of, there are some female cows on this that look like they might fit this bill. Okay. But we know that this is a kid's cartoon and they were not going for this. They're going for ladies of the West, maybe showgirls. In my head, they're going there. I know. I know they were. I I know that very well. Yeah. I know you too I'm getting offended right now. I know you too If I was an FBI profiler, (laughs) I would know exactly how to find you. Let's not go further than that. No. Brothel Madam. She's the head lady of a brothel. The one in charge of all the others. Hmm. Female horse, which they're all, they're all female horses, right? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many ways to come at, come at that question. And I don't know where to start. (laughs) They're all female horses, right? All female horses, right? (laughs) Everyone on this show or all horses are female. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. To all. (laughs) Check them all off. You're like, I'm turning this off. Now, this is 16 episodes into the show's production, Uh and this is two episodes that we've watched, and both of them have involved trains. Yes. Trains and crime. Crime committed on, in, or around trains. (laughs) Yes. And I I get the feeling, because there's not a lot to draw from on this setting, which is one of the problems. Uh Like, you can't say, hey, is it in an airport? Is it in a a factory? Is it like, no, it's just, it's got to be in the desert, in town, in a saloon, Mm -hmm. on a train, 
near a train. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a separate setting. Some kind of train-based crime, some kind of train crime, I bet is happening every episode. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's rampant. It, and it's just like, that's just a standard everyday thing. Uh-huh. It's barely even a crime. Like, it's, it's just fine. It just happens. Like, you don't even need a gun to do it. You but just how walk many, up. How many different crimes can be committed in the area of a train? Like, in the... <laughs> <laughs> near near okay in on or around a train uh, robbery yeah uh murder uh-huh okay uh graffiti yes okay <laughs> check <laughs> they they're gonna run out at some point maybe that's why they only ra- you know got to 26 episodes they ran out of train crime that's it right so, yeah they went down the list I'm like shit i can only think of like 26 ways to commit a crime anywhere near a train but hey i, I drew another cow character <laughs> It's like, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. But with yeah, the train, but like, though, what crime will they commit <laughs> that involves a train? They did get inventive in this episode. This is the first time in any medium that I have seen a seafaring ship used in process of robbing a train that's on land. Yeah, the pirates right. are in. Okay, th- this brought up a, a, more questions about even the topology, the geography of Mumesa <laughs> itself. The pirates, pirates are typically. Seafarers, yes. right? Uh-huh. They're on the ocean yeah. or sea, whatever, whatever the ones you want. I've seen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Saltwater guys. Yeah. Okay. They are in a swamp at this particular moment and are firing cannons on a train that's passing overhead. But they must have sailed in from something like an ocean. Yeah. <laughs> are there oceans on Mumesa? I want off this I ride. I want off this ride, Mom. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like I can be of two minds of this particular crime. On one <laughs> hand, <laughs> on one hand, it seems like a worse crime to attack a train with a boat. It seems like you're just compounding uh, the vehicles, and so somehow that makes it extra illegal. Yes, like you're not supposed. Hey, you got to be a-, a land guy to do this, okay? Right. Yeah, yeah. Like you're horning in on my territory. I'm a train robber, and all of a sudden you're bringing pirates into this. No, stick to the waters. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. Pirates, somebody else. The pirates kill pirates. Thank you very exactly. Yeah. Pirates go after sailors, and uh. then you know whatever. I pray. On train guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a train guy. I'm a land guy. You're a sea guy. I got Keep boots on. It. I got boots on. Or, on the other hand, it seems like it is not illegal at all, potentially, because they're in the water. And only land oh, guys can waters. go after. It's yeah, it's, it's essentially, at this point, I mean, no one's, like, drawn any nation lines or anything like that. That we know Any of. borders. Well, I mean, God only knows. When is this actually taking place? It was released in 1993. For all we know, all of this is happening in 1993, but they live on Mumesa. Our God only knows or their God only knows? I don't know what their God knows because he made them. <laughs> and it seems like he's a sick twist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It almost seems like, yeah, I, I'm thinking international waters potentially. Right. So it's like, like the cops can show up and be like, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, these are pirates. They can pretty much do whatever they want. You can't touch them. That's pretty much how the law was back yeah. <laughs> for a long time. That's not the only, ve- uh, trains and a uh, pirate ship are not the only vehicles in this particular episode. Uh-uh. Our buddy JR, the not Native American, the Native uh, Mumasian, I guess. They're all Native <laughs> Mumasians. Let's just get that straight right now. Okay. <laughs> he builds. A wooden submarine, which is actually a submarine to me is a scary place. I like small spaces. Yeah. I like to feel, I I think I have a womb thing going on because I like small enclosed spaces, (laughs) but you know, I hate the ocean. So to be sealed in a metal tomb, essentially in the ocean is, I I would wish I was dead already. If I'm going to be there, I better be dead. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. 
But for some reason, this this appealed to me. Yeah. Like the idea of being in a wooden submarine. It's a base. It's a submersible Lincoln log cabin. I'm out, man. You're out? You don't I'm want out. it? No. Why not? It's not going to, you're going to drown instantly. There's no well, way. They didn't. That. They didn't well, drown instantly. That's because they're, they're on some sort of weird space over there. You know, <laughs> they're, they're, their God ain't right. Their God ain't right, man. Well, I would at least try it out. You, I would at least try it out in the pool. You know, like when they show you how they made the abyss or yeah, yeah. when they're like when people are training for underwater scenes and big pools. Okay. I'll go do that. I'm down for, yeah, crash, uh, a pool test dummy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm down with that. <laughs> crash tool. Yeah. Crash pool <laughs> test <laughs> dummy. say that, yeah. I'm down with that. Childbirth for house um is famously difficult it seems like it is usually fatal right (laughs) at least as pop culture goes like in any on that show that's on tlc or whatever the doctor that goes that's a farm doctor right like it just seems like birth and this is true for humans for a long time too it is every time you're like probably gonna die probably not gonna turn out well someone's gonna walk if the person helping out is probably gonna walk away wounded as well right it's like this isn't supposed to happen it's especially bad it would seem like for these mutant cows to be birthing, I mean, are, do they, what do they come out as? Just normal babies? I don't know. And I don't want to know because I'm sure it would be a horrific You're not sleeping. Vision. No, mm-hmm. never again. Mm-hmm. All of that makes Cody Calf, the young, the, the kid character of this show, <laughs> all the more a pain in the ass. Yes. That somebody probably almost died or did die just to bring you onto this godforsaken Mumesa. And you're going to walk around involving yourself in every possible crime, putting yourself in harm's way over a pair of boots. And 20, yeah, 25 bucks. He sent, well, now, <laughs> and how's, here's the thing 25 bucks is a lot of money yeah. in the old West. I don't yeah. even know, like 25 bucks seems like a year's pay <laughs> to me. I don't even know if they were using delineations. Yeah. <laughs> like go up. Probably, yeah. Give me more. Oh no, my letter with the money for my boots. I'll be back in an hour with the bad guy and my 25 bucks. Now hold on there, Cody. He is putting himself in harm's way constantly. In the Wild West, kids were not. In Mumesa? And, well, <laughs> yo, well, let's just assume if I say it's true of the Wild West that it's supposed to be true of Mumesa. Yeah. Kids were not suffered kindly. Like, you know, if you were precocious, it seems like you just get a Switch at best. And I don't mean a Nintendo Switch. I mean (laughs) one that you go find yourself and then they hit you with it. Because that's how you (laughs) discipline kids. You don't encourage like, oh, you little scamp, you're always getting into trouble. Well, you just get at them. No. And especially not if you are constantly having to be rescued from things that you put yourself in the middle of Mm -hmm. by the local PD. Because that's what happened in the last episode. That's definitely what's happening in this episode where Cody just goes out and says, I don't trust the police to solve this crime by themselves. Me, an eight-year-old cowboy, literally cowboy, needs to go out and vigilante needs to go do this. (laughs) And then they got to fucking save him. I bet this happens every episode. Yeah, probably I'm going to so. go on a limb and say that. We're going to find out. Because next... <laughs> and you know, the more you say it, the more afraid I am that this is actually going to happen. <laughs> he goes out and causes this trouble. And just imagine, take away, strip away all the, the crazy shit about uh-huh. the show. Yeah. Today, every in 2019... Layer of it. uh, yeah, it's going to take a while. It's like <laughs> you're removing paint, many layers of paint. Yeah. Imagine today, 2019. Okay. There's a child in your neighborhood who is constantly at the scene of a crime and the police are constantly having to save the same child from crimes that they are just walking into, if not causing. Right. 
this is not allowed. This would be I, you know, the parent, like, this is what, uh, you, yeah, you, you can't you're go bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next time I ain't saving the kid. Okay. You bring the child back to the parents and you say, this is your responsibility now. No more from us. This uh-huh. kid, I don't care what happens to them. And that's what Marshall Moo Mesa, no, Marshall Moo Montana should have, should be doing. He should at least go have a talk with whoever's in charge of this child and just say, they are causing a lot of problems for the law enforcement. Right. And we're trying to keep all these lizards and, and turtle people down. Okay. I can't be watching after your kid every damn hour of the day. There's a prairie dog and he's arresting right now. I gotta get him out of the junk tank. At one point, they do think that Cody is dead. They think he's been eaten by a, a dumb gator. Yeah. A, not, not a talking gator. <laughs> so for all gator. we know. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do they think that, I mean, because I think if there's a soul that animals have them. That's my experience. I, I love my animals. Yep. I've met many animals that I feel have Hello, souls. Hello, animal. Yeah. Hi, animal. <laughs> it is nice to meet you. And now you have a soul. Check. <laughs> So to me, they're all sold. Yeah. But how do they divide that? <laughs> you have been sold. How do they divide it? I mean, do they even? I mean, I would love to know the spirituality of of the Moo Masons, <laughs> the free the the Moo Freemasons. <laughs> but they think Cody's dead because they they find his hat and they think he's been eaten by a gator. Right. <laughs> and they're all acting really sad. It is Cody's hat, and in the mouth of a gator too. You mean our little friend, little Cody got. By a gator. He must have gone on his own to get his money back from Longhorn. Little Cody, all alone out there in the cold, dark water, struggling with a hungry gator. This is an inevitability of this type of character. Yeah. This is the real world end. This character shows up in so many cartoons. I don't mean literally this guy, but like this type of character where it is the child that can't stay out of trouble, that can't not quote unquote help the heroes. Mm-hmm. This is, you get eaten by gators. Yeah. This is what happens. And so that really should just been like a, well, can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> surprised it didn't happen sooner, honestly. <laughs> like they, they, there should be no funeral. I'm with you. Celebration, yes. if you will. <laughs> Man, we're going so dark. <laughs> we'll be back in eight this, months. This, we'll be back in eight months. This show is 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 really turned us into a couple of grumps, Listen, hasn't it? When the Chuck Norris goes bye bye, we're gonna have have to have something to fill the void, which will. Might There's be another... lots of options out there. This will not. We'll look at it. Okay, we'll look at it. And that brings me to the question. Yeah. What if anything could ever lead us back to this pile of horse shit? If anything, space. If they went to space. space. Okay. So you're looking for some sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm thinking if somebody involved in the show or anyone of note wanted to come on and talk about this show. Sure. I don't care. That's a shoe in. Yeah. yeah That's absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you. Money's on the dresser. Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> come on in. I'm going to make myself comfortable yeah. real fast. But otherwise, I would say that we are about to seal the tomb. We'll talk about it. We'll look at it. No, Chavis, I need, I need you to firmly establish this with me on air. I, I can't say that. I mean, we'll talk after this. We'll get into the No, we're going to keep podcasting until I get you to, uh, to <laughs> all the faces you're making. I think it's funny that a face that that says, I don't know, yeah. always involves holding air in your cheeks. <laughs> I'm not breathing. Jeez, boss. Chavis, I need you to turn your key. Turn your key. I, I'm not gonna. We're not. We're not doing it together. We're not. I can't. As much as I hate it. Listen, you and me have stepped our game way up for this this conversation because right. we had to, folks. Yeah. If no, you're not, folks. <laughs> Anyone but Travis. If we ever come back to this show, and I pray to God, all every God, the bovine gods, ever all of them, 
that if we ever come back to this show, it is Travis's fault, and you have him to blame for that. Well, let's slow. Let's slow. <laughs> You're like, wait, now it sounds pretty good, right? Well, this wraps up another one here at the DPTC Saloon. One of many to come. One of many to come. He's <laughs> scaring me. Thank you for joining us on this episode, this revisit, uh, saying I, I really don't know if it's a goodbye anymore. I thought this was a funeral. Apparently, it's just uh, it's a hello, a meetup. It's, it's a second hello to, <laughs> to a, what will soon to be an old, old friend of the show. We'll see you soon. You can follow us on Twitter at DPTuneCast. You can email us, DPTuneCast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash dptooncast. And please, wherever, however you are listening to our show, give us a review, give us a rating. Just give us something here. Uh, it, will, it will really <laughs> sound so desperate. No, it would just be nice. It would be nice. It helps us out. helps us with visibility yeah. and lets us know how we're doing. And listen, if that's not enough, please be sure to check out our rap music video on YouTube. It's a mix of 1992's X-Men animated series theme mixed with Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. Just search Days Past Tooncast. Uh, double up. Uh, uh. Hey, Will. Yeah. Do you do a podcast outside of this podcast? I do. What is that and I'm podcast? glad you asked. It's called The Parables, P-A-I-R-ables. Mm. It is a nerd culture podcast in which myself and my dear friend, Allie Hardgrave, talk about everything from... Video games, comic books, films, other things that are nerdy. Everyone's a nerd for something, and we are too. We talk about it. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> the great Check, podcast. Wherever you can, wherever you found this podcast, you're bound to find that one there. The Parables. <laughs> Check it out. Travis, I don't know if you're going to want to be a part of uh, what I'm about to do here, but I'm going to drop a rose on this casket. Oh, okay. I'll pick it up that and says plant it. <laughs> I just keep you. You took such a hard U-turn. You you actually did a full U-turn from this show is making my mind leak out of my ears to I will put myself in front of a bullet to save this show. <laughs> well, Mumesa, I'm dropping this rose, and I don't I don't care what Travis says. If if you want a podcast about the Mumesas, you can do it. Okay, yeah, I'll I won't be it. here. Yeah, well, that's I fine. Drop here. the rose. I can put it in Miracle Grow right now. All right. Do it. Hey, Mumesa. So long. Tutor my duder. Tutor my duder, but let me put this in this rose. Travis. What? These cowboys are real. Some are real and some are dumb. Oh, Carumba Town, USA. Shut up, microphone. Stop it. What's your dang problem, you dang hole? Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> All right. I'm going to read my shit. Glue Mesa. <laughs> Ooh, too soon. After the horses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, if you don't watch yourself, I'm going to send you back to Glue Mesa. Glue Gaysa. Who's veal and who's not? Hey, how about a Glue Gaysa? It's a Gaysa that's made entirely out of glue. <laughs> Let me tell you, you warm it up under the hot, hot Moe Mesa sun. Jello. You better believe it's gonna feel. <laughs> Where do you keep the flowers? Where do you keep the flowers? They're my parents. 